0: good morning everyone hopefully you're doing great today today is day 24 and so we will be continuing on in proverbs 24 hopefully if you've been following along you've been gaining a lot of wisdom and knowledge because that's the hope of this thing that we grow closer and closer to god every single day and uh as we're doing this what i've noticed myself is i'm growing closer to god every day as well too so let's listen together in proverbs 24 in the new Living translation let's begin Don't envy evil people, or desire their company. For their hearts plot violence, and their words always stir up trouble. A house is built by wisdom, and becomes strong through good sense. Through knowledge its rooms are filled with all sorts of precious riches and valuables. The wise are mightier than the strong, and those with knowledge grow stronger and stronger. So don't go to war without wise guidance. Victory depends on having many advisors. Wisdom is too lofty for fools. Among leaders at the city gates, they have nothing to say. A person who plants evil will get a reputation as a troublemaker. The scheme of a fool are sinful. Everyone detests a mocker. If you fail under pressure, your strength is too small. Rescue those who are unjustly sentenced to die. Save them as they stagger to their death. Don't excuse yourself by saying, Look, we don't know, for God understands all hearts and he sees you. He who guards your soul knows you well. He will repay all people as their actions deserve. My child, eat honey, for it is good, and the honeycomb is sweet to the taste. In the same way, wisdom is sweet to your soul. If you find it, you will have a bright future, and your hopes will not be cut short. Don't wait in ambush at the home of the godly, and don't raid the house where the godly live. The godly may trip seven times, but they will get up again, but one disaster isn't enough to overthrow the wicked. Don't rejoice when your enemies fail or fall. Don't be happy when they stumble, for the Lord will be displeased with you and will turn his anger away from them. Don't fret because of evildoers, don't envy the wicked, for evil people have no future, the light of the wicked will be snuffed out. My child, fear the Lord and the king, don't associate with rebels, for disasters will hit them suddenly, who knows what punishment will come from the Lord and the king. Here are some further sayings of the wise. It is wrong to show favoritism when passing judgment. A judge who says to the wicked, you are innocent will be cursed by many people and denounced by nations. But if it will go well for those who convict the guilty, rich blessings will be showered on them. An honest answer is like a kiss of friendship. Do your planning and prepare your fields before building your house. Don't testify against your neighbors without cause. Don't lie about them. And don't say, now I can pay them back for what they've done to me. I'll get even with them. I walked by the field of a lazy person, and the vineyard of the one with no common sense. I saw that it was overgrown with nettles, it was covered with weeds, and its walls were broken down. Then I looked and thought about it, and I learned a lesson. A little extra sleep, a little more slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest. Then poverty will pounce on you like abandon, scarcity will attack you like an armed robber. Wow, some pa- some powerful stuff that we've read here, and I want to share with you a few things that I've learned. I mean, in the last part right here, we'll go to that later. I like this last part. But um, this part right here, verse 27 of chapter 24, Prepare your work outside and make it ready for yourself in the field afterward, then build your house. Prepare your work outside and make it ready for yourself in the field afterward, then build your house. Building a house takes a lot of steps, Um, building Ikea furniture takes a lot of steps, and with building something, one thing that I've learned over the years is one, Jesus was a, well, he was a, um, what is that, Uh, uh, carpenter, yes, Jesus was a carpenter by trade because his father, Joseph, was a carpenter. And as I work on wood and do things around the house, it makes me feel a little bit more like Jesus, not only preaching and teaching, but also woodworking and building and stuff like that. But then there's some wisdom to building things. If you think about it with IKEA furniture, what do they do? They give you a set of instructions, they give you all the parts and before you build whatever it is you want to build, you have to lay the parts out, well at least I do, I lay all the parts out, I know what's what, I know what I can get, um, I know what I'm missing, if I'm missing anything, I know where everything is, so when it's time to build, I'm ready to build. And the same thing goes with building a house, when you build a house, you you have to do several things, Um, you can't just build it and then expect everything to be okay you only you have to get permits, you have to get engineering down, um, permits for zoning and everything else too structure and wall, weight load you know capacity. everything is calculated in when you're planning to build something uh, on your you know piece of property. And um, the process for doing that is quite long. I remember us trying to build out a certain section and you know it took several months, it plans, drawings, ideas. So from here, it has to go down to a sheet of paper. From a sheet of paper, your chicken scratches goes to the city and then they say, okay, this kind of looks okay. You could kind of do this, draw it up properly. So you send it to an architect, you talk to them. Hey, this is how I want to build my house. Um, what can you do, then they draw up something, they make sure it goes with, you know, the design with you, if it's okay, then they talk to their engineer to make sure that the structural load is okay. Once everything comes back, you submit all the paperwork into the city, then they tell you to make adjustments to meet their plans, then you get it back, and then you start building. Actually, not yet. If you have no experience, don't build. If you do have experience, experience, what do you have to do? You have to calculate how much you need in terms of products. In terms of stuff and items to build the house. Wood, metal, wire, piping, um, equipment to build. And everything has to be ready. You have to know where it is. There's a lot of planning. And that's why this verse is key for us in our life. Is that prepare your work outside and make it ready for yourself in the field. In other words, get everything ready. You know, the planning is is just as important as the execution. Without a plan, there is no execution. And a lot of times we go through our life, we don't plan anything. We just let it happen. And especially, you know, boys. You know, I have two boys and two girls. Girls, I never want them to get married. (laughs) They're going to stay at home with daddy and be daddy's little girls for the rest of their lives. But boys, if they want to get married, my expectation for them is to be able to build their own home. Not physically necessarily, unless, you know, they're an engineer, fine. You got a plot of land, you want to build your own house, by all means do it. But build your own home as in what? As you have your career, you know where you're heading. Whether you're making a lot of money or not, that's not the most important thing. But you know what God has called you to. Um, Our former district superintendent always had us have three M's when we talk about relationship. Master, mission, and mate. Who's your master? Who's God in your life? You? God. Who is it? Mission. What are you called to be? What are you called to do in your life? Not a nine-to-five job, but vocationally. What are you called to be and do? That's that's ministry-wise in the church or life, and life, actually, in your job. They could be two separate things. They could be one thing, or one thing could support the other. So your job could support your ministry, or your ministry is your job. Like in my situation, my ministry is also my job, and this is my calling to do this. Master. Mission. Mission. Mate, Once you figure out everything and you laid your life plan, you find someone who's willing to go along with you. And it just so happens if you're looking for someone who's also pursued God first, they're calling, they may run into you or you may run into them when you least expect it. I met my wife at a district conference and she was serving and I was serving. And that's how we met. And that's what drew me closer to her or drew me towards her because she was serving. And, you know, for me, I... You know, maybe it's a bad assumption. I never thought pretty girls would actually spend some time, especially at a young age, in mid-20s, to actually be willing to spend time serving, especially when people are chasing them down and trying to get their phone number. But my wife was serving at that time, and that caught my eye. Uh, of course, she was. She's, she's beautiful as well, too. If you look, she's right there. That's my wife. And that's me. And our children, you know, I think my son takes after me, but then, you know, my daughter's They look like her. Hopefully that's a good thing because if my daughters look like me, they're in trouble. Um, But going back to this thing, it talks about us being prepared. And that's why the last few verses here talking about the vineyard of a lazy person. Uh, Verse 33, a little extra sleep, a little more slumber, a little folding of the hands. Then poverty will pounce on you like a bandit. Scarcity will attack you like an armed robber. Now, if you look at this, when you sleep a little extra, when you slumber, when you just kind of mosey around and do nothing, nothing gets accomplished. You never reach your goals. You never prepare anything that you want to build. It's not going to be available for you when you want to start building. And by the time you want to be finished, it's not going to be there. You know, my dad always told me, you know, you get yourself ready um, to serve God wherever he calls you. And you have to prepare yourself to do so. So when I was younger, I was done with my bachelor's degree and I was like, I don't want to go back to school. I'm so tired. And then when, um, when I was able to go back to school again, um, my dad said, you know, you do it now. Do it right away. Because if you have a family and you wait for them, it's going to be a lot much harder for you to do. And, what, and regardless of that too, if God has called you in a certain direction, it's better to be prepared so that the time when he calls you, you could just say, yes, I'm ready. Versus, God, wait for a second. I need some time to prepare myself to do this extra work. Right, let's talk about our friends who may not know Jesus are we ready to share our faith to someone else have we have we prepared ourselves as we gone through training or we just sat around and just you know, eh? they're not gonna ask me about my faith Eh, it's gonna be okay and then when the time comes when our friends comes to us and say hey you know why why do you why are you um, why are you busy on Sunday mornings you well, know you say oh because I watch you know my sermons online and I go to church now online oh okay What's that all about? And you're just like, I don't know. You're not ready to give a word. See, so poverty or anything or suddenness will bounce on you like a bandit. And that's the thing with poverty or a bandit or a robber. They don't wait for you when you're ready to fight them. They come after you at the middle of the night or when you're not prepared. Uh, Not too long ago, I know someone who got their... their, um, their landscaping lights stolen and when did this person come two in the morning if you have the ring app i think it's called neighbors they have this app where they tell you all the things that happen in your neighborhood um, it tells it shows most of the stuff that happens with car stolen um Bikes stolen, things stolen in my yard, people checking my car, you know, on, on the street as I'm parking or whatnot, and they catch it on their ring cameras and they broadcast it on this neighbor's app. Most of the time, these activities happen at night. The poverty will pounce on you like a bandit. Scarcity will attack you like an armed robber. People who attack usually attack when others are not aware. And the same thing goes for us if we're not prepared in our lives calamity will come to us when we're least when we least expect it things will happen to us when it's when we don't realize that it's coming because we weren't prepared and so for those of us who are younger and have not prepared our lives or interested in dating i would say hold off focus on what's in front of you focus on what your goals are when you're ready when you have when you know who god is in your life you know what his calling is for you then start looking for a spouse and for those of us who did it you know a different way yeah you know, keep preparing for your life too. Um, and be ready. Prepare, prepare, prepare. Be ready for what God could call you to Alrighty, Have a great day. Hopefully you enjoyed Proverbs 24 as I did. Good reminders. Stop sleeping so much, especially during this pandemic. Get up. Do something and make it worthwhile, and prepare yourself for the future. This is the perfect time to do that because we are forced to stay home. We are forced to shut down. We go to work. We come home. We do what we need to do, and so that we can prepare for when things come back, we're ready to run when the rubber meets the road. God bless. Have a great day. We'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye.